Aloha everyone. Welcome to Sasha Spins where you get my thoughts on life, current events, and everything else in between, in and out of the saddle. So let's get right on into it. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in your day. I hope you are doing well. I hope you are doing amazing. Welcome to Sasha Spins. Today we are talking boundaries. So over the past few weeks, I've been talking a lot about self-care and I put up a post about boundaries because in my personal opinion, boundaries are a form of self-care and that really seemed to resonate with a lot of people. And when I find that something is resonating, I'm like, maybe it's time to take it off of a post because there's only so much you can capture in a post, right? I forget how many characters you can use on Instagram and even on TikTok too. So sometimes it's just better to get offline and hop on the pod and talk about it. So that's what I'm going to be doing today, talking about boundaries, what they are, what's helpful to remember when establishing boundaries, and how you can talk to others if you feel that they are pushing back on your boundaries. So I like to look at boundaries as, and I am not a therapist by any means, I'm just a human being who's trying to live her best freaking life. So (laughs) in my readings, and I talk so much about mindset, I talk so much about mental wellness, I talk so much about self-care, and boundaries play into all of that. But because I'm not a therapist, baby girl, don't be having the technical words. So for me, my non-technical definitions for boundaries is that they are just rules for maintaining healthy relationships. So when we form boundaries, I think that sometimes people feel like it needs to be this discussion amongst other people. Boundaries are not for other people, though. They're for you. So others can play a role in how their behavior impacts you. And then you can say, okay, it's because of this person that I recognize that I need to, I need to establish this boundary. But for me, for me, boundaries are not something that comes as a response to other people's behavior necessarily, but my resp- my personal response to their behavior in the sense that if I'm noticing their behavior is making me feel a certain way, I recognize that I am the one who gets to decide how people treat me because I am am responsible for my emotions and how I interact and how I show up. Therefore, I may need to train others how to treat me. And people are not dogs by any means. People are not animals to be trained. But if you're if you're black, you've already heard this phrase. If you're not, you may have heard the phrase home training. When you when somebody like when you say to some about somebody, rather, somebody that is rude and has no manners. If you've ever heard black people like, they ain't got no home training. What they're talking about is they ain't got no freaking manners. But that's and that kind of applies in this situation, except they ain't got no manners for how I need and I want to be treated. So when it comes to me for establishing boundaries, it's really about me and not about anybody else. So someone's behavior may be informing those boundaries but I'm noticing how their behavior is making me feel. So it's like, okay, I can only change me. I can't change somebody else's behavior. So what can I do in this moment to reaffirm 
and just establish health? How can I maintain this relationship in a way that is healthy for me? Because I genuinely feel like before you kick someone out of your life or block them out of your life or just hold them at arm's distance, before you take, I feel like those are last resort behaviors. And there's so many things that can happen and that should happen before you take it that far. So a boundary that I have, for example, is my social media notifications are turned off. On nearly every single app, I don't have notifications turned on for social media. If I do, they're on mute or they come in within an hour, maybe four hours. There's like a delayed timer, so I do not get notifications as soon as they pop up. Because let's be honest, if all of us, not even just me, if any of us sat there and responded to notifications on our phones as we came in, and it's just not notifications from uh, social media, it can be text, it can be emails, it can be um, dings for news alerts. If we responded to all of those things that are coming in on a daily basis, we would never get anything done ever. So for me, a boundary that I have to help me maintain a relationship, a healthy relationship with my phone and my social media that is not about anybody else is that my phone is set to do not disturb. So I'm not, or I have like, I turn off no notifications for social media apps. And then also sometimes I'll just spend a portion of my day with my phone on do not disturb. I've never been a good texter. Anyone who knows this about me knows I'm not a good texter. If you need if you need me, pick up the phone, call me. So because of that, though, that's what I need to maintain a healthy relationship. And I don't explain that to anyone. It's not about anyone. However, as is the case with life, some, things, some people take these things personally. And I've had to explain to people over and over and over again, it's not you, it's me. And finally, earlier this year, I was like, I think I'm just going to stop explaining this to people, especially people that I know I've explained it to once, uh, I've explained it to countless times. I'm like, I'm not really going to explain this anymore because it's not something that anybody should take personally. And that's another thing about boundaries. They're not something for you to take personally. If somebody else is establishing a boundary and it works for them, it's not on us to take it personally. And so I put up this post on Instagram, I think it was probably sometime last week and a girl a mutual friend of mine she well not a mutual friend of mine it may be a mutual friend of ours depending on who is listening to this but (laughs) a girlfriend of mine she responded to it and she was like I've been trying so hard to work on my boundaries and she was sharing with me that one of the boundaries she's had is really making it so that she has not on her phone so she does not respond to messages like immediately and I'm like girl I could relate like you're speaking my language because that me and she was saying that so many people expect a response from her immediately and it's like driving up her anxiety and it's just like very frustrating for her that people don't understand that just because we they have we are on social media and we're posting doesn't mean that you're owed an immediate response and that's something that I like her and I, we had like an hour long conversation about this on social media as we're talking about how (laughs) we struggle with responding. But I think it was because it was something that we could both relate to and we were so passionate about because she was saying that she's had to like train people to not immediately expect a response. But I think that that is 
the age of social media. People think that they are owed your attention, your time, your energy. And she was saying that one of her one of her friends was like, well, you're on social media, you're posting, so I don't see why you're posting, but you can't respond to me. And I'm like, girl, 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 freaking same, because I've had to have that conversation with people too. And it's like, people don't understand that there are two different energies in posting and carrying on a conversation with someone. When you post something on social media, you drop it and you interact maybe a little bit, but you can drop it and you can go. There's very little back and forth. Whereas in a conversation with someone, it's a lot of back and forth. You're talking to people, they're talking back, you know, and that's very time, that can, can be very time consuming. So she was telling me that a girlfriend of hers was giving her a really hard time about it. And I was like, I can freaking relate because I used to have a friend that I had to like sit her down and be like, it is not okay for you to hop from app to app to app trying to track me down and then lashing out at me and getting mad at me when I don't respond to you in it like in a two minute window in which you think that I should respond to and that was like such a difficult conversation I had to have with her a few years ago and thankfully she received it very well and our relationship has improved and she just knows like hey Sasha I'm texting you I know you'll get back to me maybe in two or three days or maybe two or three weeks and I'm like thank you for giving me that grace because she knows that if it's important pick up the phone and call me like she was just in DC, I want to say over the summer, and I saw her and it was amazing. And she called me and I was like, thank you, girl. And it was beautiful. But anyways, so that is a boundary that I have. And that's not a boundary. I think this is actually the first, well, not the first time, but it's one of the times, one of the rare times that I've talked about it because I genuinely do not believe our boundaries are up for negotiation. So after And that's kind of the second thing I want to talk about. After you've established these boundaries for yourself, they're not up for negotiation. And I've said this like a time or two. I need to get this like, I don't have any tattoos. I'm very afraid of getting anything permanently put on my body. (laughs) So I don't have tattoos. But if I were to get something tattooed on myself, one of the phrases or one of the things that would be in the running would be no is a complete sentence. Because I say this a lot and I genuinely believe that no is a complete sentence. That is something that's so hard for women to just say no and establish boundaries without feeling bad about it. Because as women, we are socialized to make people feel comfortable and kind of put other people before ourselves. We're not really socialized to take care of ourselves and prioritize our needs and self-care and you know, our our mental wellness, our well-being comes after everything else is taken care of. And I honestly reject that 110%. And it starts with being able to say no and not feel bad about it. Because so many men, I see, I see and hear men know, say no all the freaking time. And they don't feel bad about it. They don't even think a second beat. No, that's not going to work for me. No, I can't do that. No, it's not going to happen. And they just move on with their lives. But it's women who like agonize over this no and be like, no, I can't say no. I can't make this feel per- this person feel bad or whatever. So similarly with boundaries, I don't feel like they're up for negotiation because what happens is when you put out a no And then you follow it up with a but or and or whenever you follow up it up with any qualifier, what it does is 
Take that door you shut with the word no and you open a window with but or you open the door just a little bit wider. You just open it a crack with and. You gotta say no and just make it that. It's not a conversation. It's not a discussion. It's not up for negotiation. No means no. And if that's your boundary, you set it however you need to set it, period. And you don't have to explain it. Now, Also, something to keep in mind when it comes to these boundaries, after you set them, know that they can vary from person to person. As I have gotten older, my dad is not someone I need to establish boundaries with. My dad is like, he just gets it. We're cool. Like, I honestly, like he is my dad. And in Nigerian culture, you're not friends with your parents. But I honestly feel like my dad is just cool. Like, he, I would call him a friend. My dad and I are friends. He's my dad first first and foremost, always. But I don't have to establish boundaries. We're just cool. He gets it. We have great conversations. He's like very respectful in his communications with me. If he's disappointed, he'll let me know, but he won't hang it over my head. Like we're just cool. I never had to establish boundaries with my dad. My mom, on the other hand, is someone I have had to establish boundaries with and not only establish them, but rigid boundaries with my mom because she is an interrupter. She is a boundary jumper. She does not understand that no is no means no. And if you put any but or any any kind of qualifier, she will absolutely absolutely kick down your door and just mow over everything and, you know, try to negotiate with you and try to like, you know, and I'm just like, when I was trying to establish boundaries with her to improve our relationship, it was so hard to not have that door open. And when I would not open the door, when I would just leave it at no, she would still come back and try to like impose how she felt. And that was so frustrating for me. And it really like, I knew that this boundary with her was worth establishing because I wanted us to be able to have a healthy relationship in the long run. And that required some boundaries with my mom. And now now I have a great relationship with my mom after years of like turmoil and like back and forth. And I think it's just a mom thing. I also think it's a cultural thing. You can't tell Nigerian women nothing like you really can't. <laughs> so I think with her just being my mom and, and she's a mom, I think most moms mean well and they think they know what's best. And, you know, I, I get that. I can see it from her point of view. So I give her that grace, but also in giving her that grace, I knew that I would have to establish more rigid and firm boundary and more rigid, yeah, rigid and firm boundaries with her because she was not going to get it. I could not have the same boundaries with her as I did with my dad. So understand that there are people in your life that you don't have to have boundaries for. Like they're they are, let me rephrase that. You have boundaries for yourself because like I said, boundaries are not for anybody else. They're for you. They're for what you need, the rules that you need and have put in place to have healthy relationships with other people. So if your relationship with someone is good from the get-go, you don't really need to enforce any boundaries with them. But if your relationship you have with someone else is a little strained and a little, you know, it could use a little work, it's a little on struggle, that's when you got to be more rigid with that person and rigid with that boundary when it comes to that person. So recognize, like I said, that it can vary from person to person. And with that also being said, uh, the third thing that I would keep in mind when it comes to maintaining boundaries is that they can be as rigid or as flexible as you want them to be. Understand that it doesn't always have to be a hard no. Maybe at the beginning, 
it has to be a hard no to build that relation up, relationship up to it being healthy. It has to be a hard no. But over time, as they become more respectful, as you've trained these people and now they know how to engage with you, they won't try certain things so that you, you still have that boundary in your mind. It's still in place, absolutely, but it doesn't need to be as rigid. It doesn't need to be as firm because they already get it. You get it. You've established that healthy relationship. And now you both have, they have grown. You have grown. Your relationship has grown because they've grown. So those are just three things to like, I, that really resonated. Just like those three simple things. I did not recognize how much that they, they were going to resonate with people, but I got, I, I think it's just hard, especially as women. We are really not trained to advocate for ourselves, to enthusiastically stick up for ourselves and tell people you can't treat me like this and we are just we have to get out of that habit of making people comfortable so with that being said something another conversation that I was I ended up having was that we as women we are explainers we explain everything for better or for worse sometimes it's for better like when you need something specific from the store from if your snow bay is like mine, <laughs> sometimes you got to like text a picture and <laughs> you got to get real specific. And other times you don't have to get specific. You don't have to explain things to people. But if you feel compelled, because while I said that your boundaries are not up for negotiation and they're not up for you don't have to explain them. Some people just do not get it or they will ride you so hard. And these are very small phrases that are very powerful phrases, I feel. When somebody is like trying to just push back hard against you, it can be something as simple as, these are rules that I have in my life to help me maintain healthy relationships. Or these are rules in my life or this is how I'm living my life to help make me feel safe. Or this is what I need right now in this moment. Because at the end of the day, it's not about them. It's about you. It's about you. What you need to show up in this world fully and to show up in this world in a manner that is healthy for you. And I know that is something that as women, we have such a difficult time doing. Not only setting these boundaries, but then also not feeling like we have to explain how we want to be treated. Isn't that crazy? We got to explain to people how we don't want to be treated. And it's insane to me. And when I turned 30, I was like, I'm just done. I think I'm done explaining myself to people who are committed to misunderstanding me because there'll be a lot of people out there that what you're saying is very loud and clear it's very loud and clear. You're like, I don't want to be treated like shit and you can't talk to me like that. And they're like, <gasps> they act aghast. You know, they act like, oh, well, why isn't she letting me talk to her and treat her like shit? Why won't she let me abuse her? Why won't she let me debase her? You know, people act really scandalized that they have been treating you a certain way for so long. And all of a sudden you're like, nope, I'm not, I'm, I'm not okay with that. I, I would like that to change. Thank you. And that's why it's so hard to set boundaries with our family, with our friends, because they're the ones who've known us the longest. They're the ones who've known us the most. So they're used to treating us a certain way. And when you lay it on the line, like, nope, I'm good. 
They're like, stop changing. I don't like change. I'm not comfortable with what you're trying to sell me. I don't like this. And it's like, it's not about you. It's about me. It's about prioritizing my self-care. It's about doing what is good for me. So if you take nothing from this, you got to sit down and you got to decide how you want to allow yourself to be treated. Because we give people the blueprint, we give people the primer for how to talk to us and how to treat us. And I don't, I'm not, when I establish my boundaries, I don't talk to people about them. Because it's not, it's not on me to explain that to people. I don't owe anyone a response. I don't owe anyone an explanation these, this is what's healthy for me. And I've learned what's healthy for me by walking in my own shoes because no one's living your life, sis. Like no one is living your life. You're living your life. You have to show up for you and you have to establish the rules that are healthy for you because it ain't about anybody else. It's about you. So if you feel like it's time to set some boundaries, go into them knowing that above all else, you don't know, oh, anyone, a freaking explanation. None. And if, I don't, if you're a Christian, you already know this. If you're not Christian, cool. But Lent started last Wednesday. And on Instagram, I posted about this. If you're not following me on Instagram, you can find this post over on Insta at the Sasha Whitney. But I posted about Lent is a 40-day journey that is often accompanied with giving up sacrifices in order to prepare for Easter. And often, sometimes, you'll if you are familiar with Lent or you've heard about it, but you're not like, you're like, well, why are people giving things up? That's that sacrifice. Some people will give things up and some people will take things on. And you know, some people give up. I've all, I personally have always thought it's a little superficial to be like, I'm giving up chocolate, but hey, that's just me. I'm gonna mind my business. And if you don't, if that's what you give up, if you give up chocolate and that's where your comfort is, then you can be like, Sasha, mind your business and I'm gonna mind my business. But some people will do something like that. I tend to want to take things on. And this year on Instagram, I was like, why don't we just challenge ourselves? Even if you're Christian, even if you're not, if you're Christian, fantastic. If you're not Christian, that's fine too. Why don't we challenge ourselves to just 40 days of self-love, 40 days of self-care, 40 days of prioritizing ourselves and listening to our hearts, listening to our minds, listening to our intuitions, getting good sleep, drinking water, getting rid of self-talk, moving our body because it feels good. 40 days of that, just 40 days of treating ourselves amazing and see how you don't feel at the end of those 40 days. And that's something you want to continue to implement. So I'm throwing this, these boundaries, establishing healthy boundaries and working towards healthier relationships with people. I'm throwing that in the hat of that's 40 days of just self-care. So if you're on that path with me, if you're on that journey with me, I want to hear about it. You can drop me a voice note on Anchor FM, or you can reach out to me on Instagram at the Sasha Whitney. I want to hear about it. Let's talk about it. Again, I am really, really, really stressing this to you. If you take nothing from this episode, I want you to reflect on the relationships in your life. And I want you to think about the healthy relationships. And then I want you to think about your unhealthy relationships. And then I want you to think about what it is in those unhealthy relationships that you don't like and how you can make them better. If they are relationships that you want to maintain What do you have to change? What can you change in that relationship to make it healthier? And if you've tried, and if you've tried, 
maybe a form or an act of self-care and self-love is releasing these relationships that bring you away from peace, that rob you of your joy, that rob you of your positivity and don't do anything but bring negativity and frustration into your life. Maybe for the next 40 days, you... Well, it's less than 40 days now. <laughs> it's like 32 days. Now. I, can't, I can't math. I'm not good at math. <laughs> it's like 34 days. So for the next 34 days, depending on when you're listening to this, if you listen to it when it drops, 34 days. For the next 34 days, just sit there and ask yourself, how do I change this relationship to make it more positive? What is something that I can do? What if I want to keep this relationship in my life or and improve it, what are the boundaries that I can put in my life to maintain them? And then go forward and seek these healthy boundaries that do not require any explanation on your behalf because you are deserving of good things, you are deserving of peace, and you are deserving of happiness. So 40-day self-love journey, 40-day self-care journey, let's get it. And until next time, peace out.